Tim, it's October. You know what that means. Ghosts, scary stories, witches. Oktoberfest beer, baby. Curses. No. Carson Wentz better not suck penis or I'm going to kill myself. Y'all boys ready for this? How the folks let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. We got our host, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this And just like that, we're back with another yes, episode. Sir. So fresh, yes, sir. so clean. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into episode 26. You think we'd know what wow. we're doing by now? I really don't. Just episode by episode, man. Episode 26 of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to click on us. Play us, allow us into your ear holes in the most non-weird, I can say, possible. It is the evening of October 6th, 2021. We got your boy, Chris Mitchum, over to Team Fair Life, is your host. And we got the usual crew. We got Tim Raider with a special guest. That's right. Let me see her. Let me see her. So oh my goodness. There she is. Hello, my love. What do you got to say to yourself, Clover? That's right. Tim bringing on the newest edition of the Raider family. Little puppy Clover, Chocolate Lab. She's the little cutest. And this is little me. Tasmanian devil. And this is me <laughs> introducing Clover. So if you hear any noises that might sound like a puppy, don't be surprised. Because <laughs> she, <laughs> she is around the microphone, a Tasmanian devil. And we have Aaron. Oh, except we don't. Oh, wait. There's only two of us on here? It's only two of us. The only oh, two dang. of us. Because I, it's a real thing, man. We know, you know, we made it available to the league. We sent a message and we said, who wants to be on the, who wants to be on the pod this week? Yeah. I don't, people just, nobody wanted to do it. I guess this league's falling through maybe. Hey, what do you, <laughs> we're, we're falling apart. Thanks to, uh, yeah. Thanks to some sinister, some sinister things Spooky. going on. Ooh. Spooky season. And as I mentioned, I am your host, Chris Mitchum. Welcome in. Uh, pack show for you today. Pack show. Week four review. We got that on the docket. We have a standings update. The old beloved power rankings. And then we have a week five preview for you this week. Before we get into that, as always, drink of the week. Tim, I'm going to let you start. <laughs> I'm already hearing Clover in the oh, background. We're rocking uh, Yingling <laughs> Flight. Clover. No. A little condensation for her to lick up. <laughs> now nah, that's straight beer, dude. Now she's licking the microphone. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Well, Yingling Flight are those good? I don't think I've ever had one. Yeah, I had one uh, a couple months ago at some bar in West Lafayette, and surprisingly, oh my gosh, my breath probably smells good. <laughs> <laughs> lick attack! Lick wow, attack! This, <laughs> this is gonna um, this is gonna be all, right. So yeah, uh, potentially my favorite like like locale beer. Really? It's really good. Really flavorful. It's 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 up there. It's it's really grown on me. All right. Put that on your grocery list, ladies and gentlemen. Yingling Flights, endorsed by Tim Raider. Um, I have a very, very, very special drink of the week this week. Um, it's something that's very close to 
uh, I feel like a lot of our hearts, actually, and it's not Miller Lite. Um, shout out to is it Brewworks? Brewworks in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, you know where I'm going with this, Tim. You know where I'm going with this. This is the Apple Dumpling Beer from Brewworks. Had a friend return from Fort Wayne recently, and I was like, "Grab me a, grab me a growler." That is glorious. That's a throwback. Oh, the good life. Oh man, it is is just so delicious. Mm. Oh man, it's literally so good. I can just put a straw in that entire growler and down it. So. All right, well, enough with that. We got our drinks. We got our knowledge. We got our puppy. Let's get into this thing. Nice. Week four. Week four, come and gone. Like you said earlier, Tim, um, I feel like I still got the week one jitters for the season, oh, if I'm yeah. being honest with you. Like, it's just so good. I I, I bit the bullet and bought Red Zone this year. <laughs> bought some big ticket. To. Yeah, so we're I, like, I just can't. I can't do this anymore. So now Everybody. I have... Now I have no excuse to not sit on my couch for seven hours on a Sunday for commercial free football, and it's glorious. So we'll just get into the week four review here. We had some shocking results again, um, but we're actually going to start out with what we deem to be the first win or go-home game of the year. That's right. We are starting out with the big one. Clayton and the Red Rocket taking on Hayden and Country Roads take Mahomes. And I think Clayton has already packed his bags, man. I think he's packed his bags. He's on his flight. He's waiting. He's running through security right now, dude, because this loss, God, it was brutal. This has to be the lowest yeah. total, maybe besides you in week two. <laughs> but this has to be the lowest total in the year. It has to be. 88 points the Red Rocket put up to Hayden's 127 points, which to Hayden's standard, mm-hmm. I feel like is decent. I mean, it's kind of yeah. on, on the lower end and. He maybe got lucky for a win this week. But, um, I mean, dude, Clayton, man, this this was just brutal. This was brutal. I mean, you look through the squad, Naeem Hines with a nice two carries for six yards and two catches for five yards. What, that's, you know, maybe three points, but of course he fumbled. So he finishes with .1 points. You had the RB2 in Atlanta now, Mike Davis. We're going to get to his counterpart here in a minute. Um, underperforming Cole Beasley did Cole Beasley things finished with three points. The Rams getting negative four points against the Arizona Cardinals offense, um, is not going to help either. And if you look to the bench, obviously Christian McCaffrey being out, um, really going to be trying to will him back next week because you need that reinforcement as soon as you can. Maybe T Y Hilton coming back too. that, that, that doesn't give you a bunch of hope, but you know, at this rate, he could maybe slot into his starting lineup. Um, yeah, Clayton just, just man, 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 come back, Christian McCaffrey. Um, but you look at Hayden. I am now going to start calling Hayden. I was looking at this game. I'm now going to start calling Hayden Stretch Light. Hayden is now okay. Stretch yeah. Light. Yeah. Because he is relying <laughs> on Patrick Mahomes, a 41 point explosion from Patrick Mahomes. And a 34-point explosion from the RB3 on the year right now, Cordero Patterson. Jeez. Um, is, is this for real? This isn't for real, right, Cordero Patterson? It's, it's not, right? I mean, it, it, it might be. 
honestly, it really could stick. I can see it. Davis isn't getting used. Cordero's being treated. He's getting targets. He's getting rushes. He's maybe the top target on the Falcons offense that has Kyle Pitts, so Calvin gross. Ridley. This is so nasty. I mean, yeah. You Who saw this coming? Raise your hand. There, was there anybody out there who tweeted anything before the season about watch out for Cordero Patterson? I want to know. Didn't Hayden get him off waivers for like a one fab or something? Yeah, I mean, I didn't put I didn't put a claim on him. It was after his first blow up week or whatever. It was like, yeah, sure, whatever, fine. It was, uh, yeah, week one he had eight points, and the week two he had twenty three, and so I'm sure like that's probably after he got him after week two. But uh, yeah, then sixteen and then thirty five. That's ridiculous. Yep. Um, but again, going back to stretch light when you when Patrick Mahomes, Cordero Patterson, it usually was Cooper Cup. When one of those guys don't perform, I mean, I have no idea what Hayden is going to be leaning on now. Chris Carson, he's banged up. He had a rough week. You have no existing tight end right now. Cole Komet and Pat Fryermuth. Good luck with that one. Um, your running backs, of course, if Chris Carson goes down, you know, you got James Conner. He's fine. Um, it's just not looking fantastic. Uh, yeah, only leaning on a few of those pieces, so... Hayden wins the first win or go home game of the year. He has a big matchup, big, big matchup coming up next week that we will get to. But the final mm-hmm. score here, Clayton and the Red Rocket. Oh, rest in peace. 88 points to Hayden's 127. Yeah, just go ahead and bury him. Oh, God. It, it'll be tough. It'll be all tough right, for sure. I, I, guess, I guess this is, this is, this is due. Oh, man, Clayton. And it's just so tough coming off of a guest appearance on the podcast where he's going to break the curse. He's going to do it. No doubt about it. And just poops his pants. Poops his big boy pants. That's (laughs) not great. But yeah, the curse, man. It's. I need to make a drop for the curse. I I know. Drop for the curse. The the curse isn't going to like affect us this week, right? Because we're hosts. No, there's no guests. We're We're on all the time. We're on all the time. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool, Co-host, co-commissioner. Cool, 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 cool. All right. (laughs) We're going to go on to the next (laughs) matchup. We had your boy, Chris, and Team Fairlife taking on Zach and cooking up Mo. That we do. That we do. And Chris, I just got to start off by just saying, how does that point total feel? Oh, man. It's, this is really weird because we all knew that I had my voodoo last year, my Jesus power of like keeping yeah. people scoreless or whatever. But uh-huh. I, I don't think I reached 170 once last year. And I've damn near done it twice in the past two weeks. Like, not saying it's the power of Saquon, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. I I I had a thought earlier today that it was like I was feeling like my team is very you of last year esque. Um and so yeah, props for for the listeners at home. That's 171.9 points for Chris. That's just an explosion. And he's got Josh Allen against Houston, who put up 60 oh, only 23 points. Not quite the 50 burger that uh, Aaron predicted last week. <laughs> I mean, how did you get 171 with Josh Allen? Oh, DJ Moore, 31, Barkley, 28, Elliott, 20, Ridley, 15, um, David Montgomery in the flex, 23. Like, your guys showed out. Um, getting Antonio Brown back, I think, is huge. He's clearly a favorite target of Tom. I think you're really going to be able to. Thir- I think he had 13 targets. Yeah, uh, 11, it looks like. 11. Seven, seven of 11. So, like, I mean, that's that's just a solid lockdown spot for you. 
Um, and then Zach, man, missing those projections big time. One and three start. I'll say not panic time yet, but your schedule does not get any easier this next week and then going forward. So Dalvin Cook's got to come back 100% yes, healthy. Yes, you he can't does. have him banged up. I mean, whenever he's, whenever any running back, any player is playing through a nursed injury, it's just not good for fantasy. Like, yes, it's probably good for the team morale. And yes, it's probably good for the player's future contract, yada, yada. But for fantasy purposes, man, I mean, nine carries, two targets in just a dud of a game, six points. That's kind of gross. Um, <laughs> Tyler Lockett, he's, you know, doing the disappearing <laughs> well, act. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had he did six instead of 60 this week. Yeah, I was going to say, he already got you his uh, bang-up week, so you're kind of screwed there. Um, and the rest of your lineup, you know, it's nice to get Deontay Johnson back. Hunter Renfro, I talked some mad smack about last week, saying I didn't want to have to <laughs> ever think about him. But he got you a solid 15.5 out of the slot. So, I mean, Zach, you've all, your team's always got these pieces. It's the consistency. It's It's not even playing the right guys because, like, we look at your bench and, you know, you weren't going to start necessarily Jamison Crowder coming off of you know his first game of the year. I mean, we, we all, everybody hates JD McKissick. That I was, I was of, about to say, is he going to start? Ugh. Is he going to start? Maybe start playing the uh, RB one in Washington. We'll see. Dude, I that's the most frustrating thing <laughs> in the world. We all saw two weeks ago the seventy three yard house He's so fast. Antonio, Antonio Gibson, Gibson is so fast. So good. Every every single touch that goes to J.D. McKissick, if Gibson got it, would have gone better in some way. More yards, more touchdowns. He's that much better of a player than McKissick. Uh, if I've said that wrong, I'm just so flustered. I don't even know which names I'm saying. But Gibson is such a better football player. Why is McKissick even on the field for more than two snaps? I don't get it. It's so frustrating. So, um, Chris, congrats, big win, big point total. Like you said, you know, almost 172 points. It's nice to see that production when your quarterback's getting you a 23, uh, you know, cause we all know Josh Allen can get those 50 burgers. So, uh, for those keeping track at home, that's Chris 171, Zach 114 falling short to mm -hmm. one and three. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Saquon currently the RB nine after basically not playing week one. Um, yeah, him being back, dude, just really elevates my team to the next level. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident in that. Rest in peace, David Montgomery. Uh, I think reports were four to five weeks of being out. Yeah. So I'm, that means I'm going to have to turn to either maybe Bobby Trees, uh, <laughs> or, uh, Team Fairlife himself, or uh, the prime and loaded and in his younger days, A.J. Green. Uh, he's looking pretty solid this Shout year. Shout out to the so, Bungles. I mean so I got options. You got a couple. You got a couple flex options. I got options, thankfully. Maybe I think McVeigh came out and said Bobby Woods needs to get some more attention this, you know, the next few weeks. So maybe that'll help me we'll out. See. But uh, I think all, overall for Zach, though, just just an off week. You really need Dalvin Cook to get right, and then Aaron Jones is pretty much locked up by that Pittsburgh front. And then obviously yeah. better days ahead for uh, Chris Godwin and Tyler Lockett. So. Um, not really kind of like what you said earlier, panic time, but, uh, just a down week for Zach, I think. So we will move on to the next matchup where we had Aaron and let Russ cook taking on Aaron. Steven and Mount pass more Aaron taking the dub emphatically 175 to 120, the highest score on the week. 
whenever Austin Eckler was popping off on Monday Night Football, I even texted Aaron and was like, dude, can you just let me have this? Can you just let me be the highest <laughs> scorer on the week once? But Austin Eckler in his 29 ended up taking him to the top there. But uh, you can't mention Aaron's team without mentioning the absolute freaking 47, 48-point mm. bomb dropped by Tyreek Hill, the seventh highest single-game total by a player in this league history. And I think Tyreek has two of the top seven in the league. So, obviously, he's a guy that can win you a week. Aaron's 175-point explosion on the back of that. Austin Eckler had a fantastic game Monday Night Football with 29 points. While uh, Najee Harris didn't have 19 targets this week, he only had seven, but still caught six of them, scored a touchdown. He's looking solid. Um, and then still waiting on that Kyle Pitts blow-up game. We'll see how that goes. But, right. Uh, when you look at when you look at Aaron's bench too, Damian Williams all of a sudden gets launched into relevance with the downing mm-hmm. of David Montgomery. So we'll be seeing what those decisions look like going forward for Steven. Oh, I feel bad for this dude, man. I feel so bad for this guy. I looked at it. So Steven has the highest points against in the league, right? He is also the only person in the league that has his points against in the 600s. The second, the second closest person has 576, and that's Zach. But not only is Steven in the 600s, he is already at 654. He is halfway to 700 in his points Eesh. against. And now don't get me wrong, his points for isn't fantastic. I think it's bottom half of the league, but it's yeah. not terrible. So he's just he is not catching any breaks, man. And hopefully, for Steven's sake, obviously my second favorite team, Hopefully that starts to correct itself going forward and he catches a few more breaks. Um, yeah, it's just it's been kind of rough sledding for Steven. Uh, Tom Brady, I thought, was a really big disappointment. Obviously, with the amount of the amount he lost by, you can't really point to one player and blame them necessarily. Right. But I, I'm glad I didn't make my freaking bet of the century public. Like I, w- I would have taken I would have taken the Bucks like minus 14. I thought they were just going to go in there and just obliterate them. But Brady held scoreless in that. That's kind of gross. Um, but when you look at the rest of his team, are you are you nervous about Mike Williams at all? Obviously, his first two weeks were like really, really big, like huge, stardom everywhere. And then he comes in with four targets, one catch, 11 yards. 100% nervous. I mean, it's Mike Ooh. Williams. He's 20, 27 years old. He's not a second-year player. He's not a third-year player. He doesn't have the youthful upside. He's never done it before. His highest fantasy finish was 32 back in 2018. So, I mean, this hot start is touchdown dependent, target dependent. Keenan Allen hasn't really gotten going. Herbert seemed to start to find his tight ends this past week. Um, Eckler out of the backfield is going to be taken away. I just, I personally, you know, if this was like an an analyst show, I would beg Steven to try to trade high on him. Because I just don't see it lasting. I mean, I don't know how many 27-year-old wide receivers break out and stay. Um, I just don't I don't see it happening, even with the uh, – I almost said San Diego. Uh, where are they? Los Angeles? LA? Uh, LA, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gosh. <laughs> just don't say the, the Detroit LA Tigers off. like I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if, you, if there's one uh, – kind of bright spot I think you can have for Steven's team. He has some reinforcements on the way. Mm-hmm. Another week goes by, Michael Thomas, with the current receiving core in New Orleans, you can see Michael Thomas demanding a 30% target share from Jameis Winston easily. Easily. He's on the way back. 
Jarvis Landry is eventually going to come off the IR. Rashad Bateman, rookies have been doing all right this year. You know, you look at Devontae Smith. Right. You look at um, – uh, Uno. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Jamar Chase. They've been playing really, really well. So maybe Rashad Bateman can go in and join that as well. So if you put the combination of him getting some big better breaks and the reinforcements coming back and maybe George Kittle scoring more than, you know, eight points a week, that might be a disappointment there as well. But um, I think better days ahead are for Steven. Um, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that does. He needs all the help he can get to try to keep up in that nasty Cadoba division. It is a bloodbath Mm -hmm. over there. Final score, 175 to Aaron, 120 to Steven. All right. Oh, man, this next game, dude, I I have a lot of thoughts about this game. You're going to take it, Tim. But we had Team Don and Don Perignon, last place in the rankings, (laughs) taking Mm -hmm. on the number one in the rankings. Anthony and team uninspired youth. And this this could only go one way, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all picked Anthony and Pickums. I'm pretty sure that, you know, Don's probably sitting here thinking about a one and three start. Anthony is going to go three and one. Um, But (laughs) I think Anthony said it best in the the group chat on Sunday when he was asking, um, can he sue? sleeper for emotional damages for the point projections what was it last week he had like a 90 <laughs> 92 88 something like that just yeah God. so i mean we're, we're looking at anthony's team and he you know he's like oh yeah obviously this week he should have started daniel jones at quarterback duh uh he 100 should have started dawson knox at tight end over obviously. travis kelsey obviously. over travis kelsey yeah 100 percent um, he definitely should have benched CD Lamb. Obviously. And and he could have just, you know, he could have thrown in, I mean, heck, Nelson Aguilar had nine, but Devontae Smith had 20. Corey Davis had 20. <laughs> I mean, Anthony. Anthony's I'm sitting sorry. there like, hey, what happened? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we okay. So for those keeping score at home, Don wins, Anthony loses. They're both two and two on the season now. Um, so this is this game came down to Monday night. Did you say the final Anthony, score? The final score one eighteen <laughs> to one thirteen. Don wins by five points. Oh this came God. down to Monday night football. Anthony's sitting there with one hundred and thirteen points scored, going, "Hey, what happened?" And Don's sitting over here. I texted him on uh, Monday morning because he made potentially his pickup of the year. He, he was active on those waiver wires. Don't you piss off Don McCraig and say he doesn't pay attention to his team because he goes out there. He had the, um, the Raiders defense and he was down. Oh, what was he down? Roughly five points or so. Um, and he goes out and he drops the Raiders defense and picks up the Chargers defense also playing Monday night. And I texted him all caps. I said, great pickup. I mean, he he wanted this win. That's what you got to do to stay at. You got to stay active on the waiver wire. You got to right. be flexible. You know, the Raiders had the Raiders defense through three weeks was good. They were, I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but top half. But in this matchup, you just felt like the Chargers defense was going to be better. And they were. They got him 10 points. They got him the victory by five. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 28. Jonathan Taylor finally showing up on the stat sheet with a touchdown, some targets. That was really nice. I mean, <laughs> Brandon Cooks and Juju Smith Schuster, Tyler Higby, Odell Beckham. Don is starting these players. This is who Anthony lost to. I just, 
this was such an obvious just loss for Anthony, right? Yeah. Don did not win this. Anthony lost. When you have Adam Thielen, CeeDee Lamb, and Travis Kelsey combined for 17 points, 18 points. Because mm-hmm. you look at Don's roster. He obviously won. He beats Anthony. I'm looking at it. I'm like, Damian Harris, four points. Brandon Cooks, nine. Juju, three. Tyler Higby, seven. Odell, five. I'm like, what the hell happened? And, like, yeah, McLaurin and uh, Jonathan Taylor and Aaron Rodgers all had great games, but then you just see he scored 118 points to win the game. Talk yeah. about luck, man. Jeez. Yeah, um, I need to get some better stats because I feel like that might be one of the lower point totals in a victory this year. It has to be, man. It has to be. Um, so here's the big question that everybody wants to know. It's on the front of everybody's mind. Does Anthony have a fetish of losing against the bottom-ranked teams of the power rankings? I think Anthony was so full of himself and he had his big boy pants on in week two. And he goes, you know what I need to do is I need to go out and lay some eggs. He doesn't want the target on his back. You know, he, he just wanted to go out there, poop a couple duds and then just be like, Oh, maybe I'm not the best team that way he can. Cause last year, Anthony, he started down here. He came up, he came up and then the playoffs happened and he just exploded. Yeah, he was continuously he to, disrespected last year. I remember that. He likes to be a hungry dog. I, I feel like Anthony's like, yeah, if I lose to these guys, they'll drop me in the rankings. People will stop paying attention, and he'll get right back to where he, where he wants to be. But, you know, um, we're looking at Lamar Jackson, quarterback 10. Derrick Henry, you know, a god. he's, he's going to show out. Uh, Chuba was a disappointment, too, this week. You can't, you can't you know, yeah, say McCaffrey going down, and then you, you think – you have uh, reminiscent of Mike Davis last year running over people and juking people out. And then uh, Chuba goes out there and just kind of gets, you know, he gets nine points. It's whatever, not what you were hoping for when a Christian McCaffrey uh, change and a loss. Yeah. No, Chuba Hubbard's a great point. Um, yeah. Don't look now, but Anthony plays another, depending on how the power rankings look, another potentially bottom ranked team next year. Mm-hmm. And Clayton. So we'll get to that later. But uh oh man, this he is a conundrum. He is a conundrum. Safe to say. So Don shocks the world and takes down Anthony with a whopping 118 points. Congrats to you, my man. We have one game left. You know what that means. The final game is always. The game of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, as each game of the week should do, this came down to Monday Night Football. And, of course, we got the only two teams remaining. We had Tim and the Mix Administration taking on Kyle Stretch and Super Camario. Tim entered Monday Night Football down 12, and he had one Darren Waller left to play against Stretch's Hobbled, injured, Josh Jacobs. Tim, man, I thought you had a chance, dude. I really did. I thought you had a pretty solid chance coming in. But unfortunately, Darren Waller finishes with 15 points. Josh Jacobs, 10 points. Not enough to cover the spread. Stretch goes on to win a close one. And a refreshingly good point total one. (laughs) Stretch wins 139 to Tim's. 132. That sees Stretch go to three and one. Tim fall to two and two. Again, that freaking Kadoba division, man. Rough. It's rough, dude. It's it's rough. it's hard sledding out here. Um, 
when you look at Stretch's team, um, he wasn't super stretched this week. I mean, granted, Kyler, obviously, breaking fantasy football. He had a pretty good game, 26 points. Um, but one Debo Samuel, man. And Tim, that has to hurt a little more, being that you have his compatriot on your bench. And um, Brandon Ayuk, you know, you see It's Debo. week four. You know, Debo's going to get hurt sooner or later, so I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll step up then. Yes, that is eight catch, 156 yards, and two touchdown Debo Samuel. You also had solid outings from Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, um, Kamara with 26 carries and 120 yards, and Mr. Pass Catcher himself. Guess how many targets he had, Tim? 10, 12, 8. Keep going. Uh, no, zero targets Ooh. for Alvin Kamara. I'm freaking out if I'm stretch about that, if I'm being honest with you. Um, literally all of Alvin Kamara is just getting into open space and throwing him the ball and watch, looking, watching yeah. him do his thing. In fact, you have 26 carries running between the tackles for that little dude. Nah, I'm not Sean Payton, but. Yeah, you don't want your 26-year-old uh, light running back just kind of taking those hits, and he's clearly better out in space. So, I mean, running back 14 on the year. Right. Yeah. It's it's I, I warned you guys. I warned you guys. I said Alvin Kamara wasn't going to be the same guy this year. I didn't think so. I think it was mainly Aaron that was giving me crap about that. But anyway. Right. Um, yes. Stretch does enough to overcome a Dak Prescott 35 point game. Tim, one thing you can take one thing you take to comfort. You found your franchise QB, man. Dak yeah. Prescott currently. Yeah, it was nice to see. Yeah. Only QB 15 on the year, which is weird. I figured he'd be higher, even though I guess he did lay a dud week too. But he's going to be yeah. solid for you for years to come. Uh, let So tell me what the hell happened <laughs> to DeAndre Swift. He is balling. He's balling. Uh, Coach Dan Campbell comes out and says DeAndre Swift is going to get the ball even more. And he finishes uh-huh. with eight carries and four catches in a nice nine-point fantasy football game. Yeah, 12 12- touches a game for your best offensive player is not going to win you many games. Mr. Dan Campbell, that needs to push 20 every week. You know, he doesn't always, he's not going to get those in carries. He's going to get a lot in the air. That's what he is. He's a good uh, pass catching back. And I didn't catch a whole lot of the game, but also yeah, I, I took a step back when I, when I saw his point total, Chicago is a good defense. Like they are a good defense this year. They're tough against the run um, and pass. And the, the lions, man, they just, I, I don't remember exactly, but I think they got into the red zone four times in the first half and came away with zero points. And it might have even been worse. It might have been like inside the 10-yard line and got zero points. They had turnover on downs, interceptions. Fun- I mean, they had it all. And Swift, if he just gets one of those, you know, I win the game. And we're looking at a different week for me. But, you know, the, the Lions, they got to figure out a way to get him more touches regularly. And with I think Jamal Williams is nursing a little hamstring, maybe. I, I think like I that. saw on Sleeper. Yeah, something something popped up today. Um, so we might see that this week a little bit uh, better, especially against a Minnesota defense. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think you can point to any person on your team that's kind of really blame i mean you had you know a couple guys score 13 you had a 15 a 10 another 15 right it's like solid performances but unfortunately when you face a team with the quality of stretch you're gonna you're gonna need a little bit more than that and you didn't really have that explosive guy outside of dak prescott on your team this week um you can also i guess take some comfort in um it's not like you had anybody on your bench necessarily explode chase edmonds had a great game 
but uh, you know, you started the guys you should have started, and unfortunately, your teams didn't perform this week. So you go down yeah. to two and two. Uh, I'd say you're a very healthy looking two and two, if I will say so myself. And oh, stretch again defies the odds, stays annoying, moves up to three and one. <laughs> that was your game yeah, of the week. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to apologize for not letting you dance. It's fine. I just wanted to play my songs, but it's fine. Uh, so that was your game of the week, and that was your week four review. Um, I think the biggest shock of the week was Don, obviously, taking down Anthony Anthony mm-hmm. on a two-game skid now. Uh, it's looking rough. It's looking rough. Uh, a quick, quick standings update. Looking at that mighty Kadoba division. It is myself. It is stretched because, of course, it is at the top of Kadoba. Stretch on top um, by only 20 points for the points four. Tim is the only player in Kadoba with a two and two record. And Zach and Steven rounding up the rear, both at one and three. Um, and all of you guys coming off losses. So tough weeks for those. When you look at the Chipotle division, kind of as expected, Aaron sitting at the top, also with the highest points scored. In the league, second place right behind him on points scored is Anthony on a two-game losing streak. And third and fourth tied, don't look now, Hayden, two and two, Dawn, two and two. But again, let's remember, this is the Chipotle division. Anything possible in there. And Clayton at one and three, rounding out the Chipotle division if the regular season were to end today. Aaron and Stretch received the first-round buys, and Anthony and Hayden would play in the first round of the playoffs. Hayden currently in the playoffs as we're talking. And me and you, Tim, would have the matchup of the century in the first round of the playoffs if the regular season were to end today. There's your standings. You see where people lay on the numbers and the facts, but let's see where people lay on your three favorite podcast hosts' humble opinion with the power rankings. Yeah, so here we've got week five power rankings as usual. Chris, Aaron, and I do our scoring one through ten. Um, and guests are welcome. You know, last week we talked about Clayton's power rankings, but you know, again, nobody had the cojones to uh, join us. I guess this week they're all too scared of that little little curse. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll uh, start here. We'll start at the bottom as usual, um, and. Going down one spot or two, depending on how you look at it, coming off of the tide last week, um, Clayton in the Red Rocket. Oh, man. It's it's tough. tough. I know there are injuries. I know guys didn't perform this week, but... You know who's scared to hear that? Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) Him and these last place power rankings guys, man. (laughs) I'll, I'll say it. I mean... I've I've not been shy about heaping praise on Don this offseason. I think he's knocked it out of the park and killed it, getting all those first rounders. He's in a spot really to turn his team around real quick. Clayton, is it time to maybe take a look at that? I mean, you got some aging vets. Yeah. If if you're going down the drain, if you're not making the playoffs, at some point in a dynasty, you got to look at the 29-year-old Keenan Allen. You got to look at some of these other aging guys and see can a contender use them that I can get some value back for. So again, it's, it's only week four. It, it's not quite full on panic mode. Like we're only through week four. Um, so, but it, that's out there. That's something that, you know, it's gotta be going through his head and he's gotta be thinking about a little bit. 
Um, yeah, let's so. let, let's hope he's not the last one to realize that. Because <laughs> that's right, where yeah. that's yeah, where you I can want, really get into want, a run. You want all the guys in this league to succeed, except for whoever I'm playing this week, every week. Instruction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you, you have to throw that one in there. I'll let you have. That. I'll let it slide. <laughs> Um, so up one spot then in the ninth position is the two and two team Don pairing. Look at him go. Look at him go. He's doing things. Man. I mean, Good for Don. Yeah, he like crushed the number one team last week. I mean, it was just an absolute. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to make you choke on your beer. It was just, just yeah, crushed the number one he team. Last so week. good. No, but I mean, I think it takes a lot for Don to get out of the bottom of there. So Clayton. Yikes. Um, so going up, let's see here. Staying or yeah, staying steady at eight. <laughs> we have country roads take Mahomes and Hayden Westfall. So also uh, on a two-game winning another, streak. Yeah, another two and two team. Staying steady at the bottom three of the rankings, though. I mean, this is you know how power rankings always are. It's not your record, it's not your points, it's where you know where everybody, where the guys all feel the team's gonna finish the end of the year. Um and so Hayden, like I said, two wins, Mahomes, Cup. Um, he's got some pieces, but maybe a little bit more than one piece away. We'll see. Um, so coming in here at seven, down one spot, we have the one in three cooking up more. Mm. Zach. We all predicted this. this. Was, we all predicted this. this. He, he was riding a little time. high last week. <laughs> First, I think this is the first time all year he's fallen out of the top six, which, you know, six make the playoffs in this league. So this is the first time in the power rankings people are seeing him as a non-playoff contender. Uh, so that's interesting to see. You know, he is one in three. Um, and Zach, I think that's where he would want to be. Just, again, another guy last year, he kind of enjoyed being dogged on a little bit. So we'll uh, keep an eye out for him, I guess. And so going up one to six, we have Steven and Mount Passmore. Another one in three team. So that's eight, nine and eight, or two, or two and two teams, seven and six, one and three. I think you, you know, the strength of the squad, it speaks for itself. And then let's see here who we have in the five spot. We have down one, myself, the Mixon administration, two and two. All right. You know, I can, you know, I, I lost that a tough one to stretch this week, which makes my win against Zach last week really mean a lot more because I'd rather be two and two than one and three. Um, so yeah, I had that to lean back on too. And it, it's early. So, you know, tough loss, but you know, you're going to take punches to the chin during the year in fantasy mm-hmm. and fourth place up one spot. You got the shirtless King himself, Chris and team fair life. I may or may not be wearing it, pants, but okay. <laughs> Getting some love for that 172 point explosion. Only number four, though. All right. I mean, all right. I, I think, you know, what you're a, sorry for asking. You're a three and one team, right? One of the three. Yeah. So, you know, I had a top three. two point score last week, too. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. It's cool. You gotta brush it off. Brush it off it's a little right. bit. That's all right. Just a little hurt. So we have third place coming down one. Stretch and Super Camario. Chris, you're hunting him. You're chasing him down. God, he's mine. One week. I think <laughs> had I been able to man, had I been able to pull that off, I think Stretch might have slid down as far as five. Um, you guys, I mean, he's what I would say Stretch and then 
maybe Zach or one of those or those teams that we just love to like overreact one way or the other. It seems like they move more constantly than other teams. That makes sense. So uh, in second place, down one spot, team uninspired youth coming off of back to back turds. All right, all right. People are still high on him. He had. He only had one first place vote this week um, for the first time in a while. Okay. I, you, what you said that we rank these based on what we think it's going to be at the end of the year. If two people are playing each other, who do we think wins? I had Anthony at three because you got to punish the dude. I'm sorry. You've lost to Hayden and Dawn. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, you might have, you might have played well against Hayden and then you just really laid a dump against Dawn. But like, Still getting a first place finish, especially when you got three, three and one teams. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm, it's I'm our giving third, you, it's giving our you third, shit, Aaron. But third co-host. Yeah, he's not here right now to defend his name. You so we'll see. Um, but that does mean that first place in the week five power rankings we have Aaron Hunt and let Russ cook, and that. All right. All right. You know. Yeah, he, you know, coming off of some high scoring affairs. I got, I got to mention it too. I think last week I called him 170 point uh, total. So, you know, I saw that, I saw that coming a little bit. Aaron's right, good for right. those. Aaron's good for those where his guys will just go off. So, you know, right. Timothy Berry, I see you. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what I can do? I, I've, I've got eyes in the future. I can see what's coming. Um, but go ahead. All right, no, I was just going to do a quick run-through of the power rankings if you didn't have anything else to add. Yeah, so uh, pretty interesting, pretty interesting. I think the tiers are still there, so you got your bottom three. At 10, we had Red Rocket, 9, Team Don Perignon, 8, Country Roads, Take Mahomes. And then you got that, kind of like that mid-tier, I would say, where you got 7, Zach cooking up more, 6, Mount Passmore, 5, the Mix Administration, 4, Team Fairlife. And then I'd say you kind of have that that top guys those top guys three yeah, super camario two anthony team uninspired youth and one aaron and let russ cook you may not be with us in, on the podcast this week but you're number one in our hearts this week to aaron. miss you miss you buddy all right let's get on to some week five action big week big week nice. had a hard time picking a game of the week this week um, I feel like there's not, you know, it's not like two, three and one teams are going up against each other or two, one and three teams are going up against each other. It's, it's a lot of kind of mixture that, that kind of stuff this week. So, um, right. Obviously if a loss is a loss and a win is a win and you always want to beat whoever is in front of you. So we'll just dive right in as soon as I get my show doc back up. <laughs> there we go. All right. First, before we even do that though, pick them update. Um, we let you guys off last week, but we got to update you this week. Last week, Tim was the big winner, going four and one in the pickums oh. in week four. Aaron went three and two, and I unfortunately went two and three. Not great for the brand. Um, through four weeks, me and Aaron are tied at fourteen and six in the pack pickums, while Tim is down there at eleven and nine. But he's heating up, baby. He's heating up. Brighter days ahead. Heating up. All right, let's get into this week five preview. At first one, we have the three and one. Let Russ cook. Number one in the power rankings, coming off the highest point score of the week, and Aaron taking on Don and the number nine ranked team, Don Perignon. 
That he is two and two, Team Don Perignon, and right now he's looking to build. You know, he's looking to build off a solid performance. So we have <laughs> Sleeper smoked the number one team last sl- week. Sleeper with a seventy-six percent chance victory, um, leaning on Aaron's side, and I think you just go up the lineups, just look at it. It kind of speaks for itself when you look at the talent on these rosters that you guys see they're playing. Don slotting Jacoby Myers in his lineup this week. He's got Malcolm. Is he Hollywood enough? Brown back in the lineup this week after he uh, makes some catches. Um, I just, you, I, you know, Don kind of relies on other teams stinking it up a little bit to be able to be competitive. You know, he does. He's not a guy that's going to score 150, 160, uh, at least not consistently. Um, and so, you know, for Aaron, what you're looking at is. You know, I hate to kind of say it, but Devontae Adams against Cincinnati could be a big one. You know, our defense is better, but not great. Eckler's got a good matchup against Cleveland's defense. Should be a lot of dinking and dunking to avoid the pass rush of Miles Garrett. Uh, we got to see what Najee Harris is doing. He, I think this past week, um, oh, quick math. Yes, for the first time, he uh, gained more than four yards per carry. So Woo-hoo. props to Najee, you know, and Roll that tight. offensive line. Yeah. Um, like you said earlier, too, eyes on Pitts. Is he ever going to score a touchdown? You got to see what's going to happen there. Um, and T. Higgins coming back off a shoulder injury, slotted into the flex. So, you know, Aaron's got his lineup pretty much at full strength. So he'd like to see another 170 point performance. Don, um, you'd like to see Brandon Cooks get back up into scoring 20 points and getting all the targets and all the catches. And then, you know, a few, if you get some touchdowns from these guys, you know, you're going to be in it. Uh, but we got to see a little bit more high end upside that we just don't right now. So you're going with Aaron. I am going with Aaron. And then Aaron is also taking Aaron self-centered. Anyway, a lot of um, I think after week five, Aaron and Don are going to have the same record. Because I think Don wins this week. Uh, I'm taking Don in this matchup. I'm fucking the trend. And I look at it and I Tell me why. I genuinely think Aaron's guys have a lot of tough matchups. I think a a theme you're going to hear as we go through these previews is all of the NFC West teams are facing off against each other this week. Mm -hmm. Division football, especially out there, I think it's real. Where you got these teams that know each other. Their defenses are going to step up. I think... You know, you look at all of these offenses out there, they're all pretty great. But I think you're going to see a lot of defensive, play it safe, kind of knock them dead football out of the NFC West this week. So you got Russell Wilson taking on the Rams. You can argue best defense in the league. And Russell Wilson, I mean, he's currently the quarterback nine on the year, so he's doing fine. But, you know, you got Jalen Ramsey and the crew coming to town. Austin Eckler going up against that tough Cleveland front. Najee Harris going up against Denver. Again, another tough front. Um, Kareem Hunt going to Chargers, who just shut down uh, both uh, Peyton Barber, whoa, and Josh Jacobs. Uh, shut those guys down. And you got Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tredavious White's going to be on him. I just, you got a lot of, if, if he. Fair points. He, he's got a lot of tough matchups. And then T. Higgins, he's questionable. He should be good to go. Um, but, you know, you'd lo- you got to love that Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, chemistry that's been redeveloping and you look at the other side and Don, you got a lot of favorable matchups over there. I feel like, I feel like 
Marquise Brown's just going to just torch the Colts because we're awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then Damian go, Harris, go I think Colts. you can. I, yeah. Colt, go Colts. And then Damian Harris, I think you can kind of pencil in for a top 20 performance against Houston. Um, so I, I, I think Aaron is obviously safely the favorite here. But I wouldn't be shocked if Don comes out on top this week. Um, light skins got to stick together. So in order to try and maybe get get one up on you guys on the pickums, I am going Don. Calling your shot. I like it. I like it. Bang, bang. So, uh, again, Aaron, probably the favorite in there. But, Don, I'm rooting for you, man. We go on to the next one. We have the two guys that the podcast love to hate going up against each other. We have Zach and Cooking Up More taking on Stretch and Super Camario. Sleeper has this at a juicy delectable 50 50 shot at who wins this game and i had i had just about as difficult of a time picking this game as i did or as sleeper does obviously zach one and three coming off two straight losses needs a dub this week stretch coming off that close win against him last week at three and one um you kind of have your staples on both sides, obviously. Zach with arguably the best one-two punch at running back in the league. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm picking Zach just because, again, the Kyler Murray, NFC West. I all, We all agree that Kyler Murray is just on a different level of football this year. Mm-hmm. But that NFC West game, I'm telling you, maybe instead of a 40-point explosion, you might have you know a 20-point game from Kyler or something like that. Kamara running into that Washington football team front, I guess we're not going to give him targets anymore. <laughs> so that's going to be an alarm bell. Josh Jacobs, is he healthy? I don't know. Either way, he's going to be facing that tough Chicago front. And then you look at the other side. Dalvin Cook's going to eat Detroit alive. Aaron Jones is going to maybe eat the Bengals alive. Are the Bengals, Is the Bengal defense good? I just see Cincinnati, and I just automatically assume a good matchup. Like, are they, after, are they decent? After all these years, we have, like, grown to just assume the Bengals are going to be off, right? And we're not that bad. We've got a really tough run defense. You know, Ogan Joby at the three technique and reader at the nose tackle, solid duo. Um, I just don't know that I can see the Bengals keeping up with Aaron Rodgers this year. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's tough to predict. I just, it's tough to also not go back and just look at the last five years. <laughs> right. You've become so accustomed to certain things. Yeah. Right. Uh, of note, Zach, all he needed was one week, and he sold. Jameson Crowder into the starting lineup for Zach. And I think the, really the only lineup decision that is facing stretch right now is that second flex spot. Do you go Marvin Jones? Do you go Devin Singletary? He's been playing all right. Do you go a Emmanuel Sanders, a Melvin Gordon? He has some options he can go in there. Other than that, the rest of the lineups kind of speak for themselves. I am picking Zach. I just think those, those running back matchups are just way too juicy to pass up. Mark Andrews against the Colts kind of concerns me. The Colts the past two years have been one of the best defenses against tight ends in the league. And Mark Andrews himself hasn't been performing all that well this year. Um, so I, I, I'm taking Zach despite that. Uh, but I think, like Sleeper says, it's going to be very close. And, um, you know, I think a lot comes down to that, you know, the Kyler Murray and whoever else decides to pop off for stretch. I'm take I'm taking stretch. I think uh, so. For the record, Aaron, I believe, yeah, Aaron is taking Zach in this game. 
Uh, I'm taking stretch for one reason that applies to both teams. And that's just going to be the running back health. Dalvin cook right now projected for 21 points. They're going to play the lions. If there was a week that you could rely on Kirk cousins, slinging the ball and give Madison the touches, give Dalvin kind of a quasi week off. It would be this week. I, and did I just, just realized he set, he set out of practice again today. That's not great. Yeah. I don't see 21 points for Dalvin. Now that same argument can be applied to Josh Jacobs a little bit, but we saw him this week get five targets in most of the carries. So, I mean, against a tougher matchup, I think that, uh, I think it'll be close. I think it will be a close game, but I'm going to pick stretch in this one. That Dalvin Cook thing is really good. That's a really good point. Yeah. I still lean Zach, but that's a really good point, I think. So, all right. You have two people for Zach, one person for stretch, just where stretch likes it, <laughs> being the underdog in the pickums. <laughs> so annoying. Anyway, we move on to the next matchup. We have a matchup of, of two heartthrobs, man, two guys that respect the hell out of each other. Yeah, get um, over it. Okay, fine, whatever. It's your boy. Get a room. It's your boy, Team Fairlife. And Chris, taking on Steven uh, and Mount Passmore. Your boy, Chris, coming in. Three-game winning streak. Three and one against Steven. Uh, coming off the tough L last week. Mr. Blow-up game against him uh, at one and yeah. three. Yeah, Steven said it best, too. You know, this text mess, this text chat is right on. He said it's not going to get any easier. What is this schedule? What am I looking at? So Steven, uh, sorry, so Sleeper right now has Chris with a 72% chance of victory over Steven. And Steven, man, you got to feel for the guy. Like, like everyone knows he's got a good roster. He's staying in the middle of those power rankings, but like he's just taking these beatings. So, you know, when you're looking up and down the roster, you're, you got a couple of questionables that I see out there, but I don't think it's anything too worrying. Um, I haven't really looked at them. So if you had anything to add on that, you can. Um, but otherwise, you know, we're going to look at Steven's side of the thing and the running backs are just, he's got Chubb <clears throat> and currently benched. Yeah, and I think it's yeah. a pretty smart move. Clyde Edwards, a I do, but okay. Who do you start in for him though? Leonard Fournette. Like, he currently has Leonard Fournette, uh, the, uh, Mr regular season Lenny himself uh, against <laughs> Miami regular season. Lenny. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he, I just, I don't know. AJ Brown slotted in his lineup right now. He's still got to actually come back from the hamstring injury. Are we actually going to see him play unsure of that? So, you know, Edwards, the has got that upside, but I just think against Buffalo's defense is just tough. And I think if the chiefs win, it's going to be, you know, throwing the ball 40 50 yards downfield it's not going to be slugging and throwing dinking dunks against buffalo because they're also going to put up a bunch of points because the chiefs defense sucks um another thing of note currently benched george kittle oh one of the you know there's three tight ends that everyone plays yeah, i didn't see that too a lot of, a lot of uh, interesting lineup dalton decisions. schultz dalton schultz is in that starting lineup right now and you you can feel Steven, he's he's stressing. He's he's yearning for a yeah, victory. Yeah. He's trying to make the plays that you do whenever you're like desperate for a win. You try to say, like, okay, this matchup's not great. So even though he's projected for more and you wouldn't normally play him, I'm not, which at some point in time could be the right call. We will see. Um, your lineup's looking pretty solid this week. DJ Moore against Philly. That's one that, you know, I think he had 30 some this week. I can the see breakout is here, baby. Week. It's here. 
Yeah, I, I'm a big fan, big fan of DJ Moore. I do see Bobby Woods in your starting lineup, so that almost made me take Steven, but you know, I didn't. I'm I, <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Trees. I'm I'm taking you. I think Josh Allen's gonna go off. Like I said, the Chiefs defense sucks. Uh, Zeke's got a big matchup against the Giants, that you know, division rival that they're gonna have to win. You have both those running backs, I you know, with Saquon too. So, so you're hoping for a close game. You know, you don't want to see any of these guys avoid the run game. Yeah, I, I will be plopped down on my couch Sunday at 425. Zeke on one side, <laughs> Saquon on the other. Um, Get your popcorn ready. Yeah, I know. And you also have Dalton Schultz out there, another person uh-huh. in that game out there. Um, quick question. Do you think this Chiefs-Bills game is going to be slug them out, or you think they're both going to put up 40? Check the weather. Check the weather. That's good. That's I learned I learned my lesson last week. I was with you. We talked about it. I thought the Bucks were going to blow out the Patriots. If that game was inside or not, you know, the heavens just opening up, pouring down rain, I think they do. So with the weather caveat, I think it's a blowout or I'm sorry, a shootout. I think there's a lot of points, a lot of action, a lot of offense. But if it's it's at Kansas City, you know, there's no dome, there's no roof. If there's rain, which it's been I mean, it's been raining here for like three weeks in a row. It feels like I haven't seen the sun in so long. It just rains. Um, but I'll, that's that's my answer to that. Okay, because that if that's the case, that that game's gonna be big. Um, especially look at I have Josh Allen. He has Stephon Diggs. Are we gonna be? Am I gonna be celebrating a Josh Allen touchdown just to see it go to Stephon Diggs? We'll see. So um, I'm also taking myself in that one. I think my 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 matchups are too good this week, um, and I will be patiently awaiting David Montgomery's return to my lineup. Rest in peace. But hopefully Bobby Trees can get some stuff done. Second to last matchup, we go. Clayton and the Red Rocket taking on Anthony and uh, uh, Team Uninspired Youth. Yeah, and Anthony's got to be feeling good, right? He's going up against just a one in three I dragon mean, team. <sighs> McCaffrey's out, you know, just one of these got one of these teams that you're like, surely, sure, fired win. We can't do no, it again this week. All right. The last two no weeks, jinxes, right? The last two no weeks we've been like, jinx. we don't have to cover Anthony's game because he's going to dominate and he's just lost. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that being said, Sleeper currently with a 93% chance of victory. So, if he were to go down, Anthony, I will, I will, I will testify on your behalf in court when you take Sleeper in their, their points that's projection to, uh, to small claims court. So, uh, here you've got, you've got it. You know, Lamar against Indy's defense. Are they good? Are they bad? Derrick Henry against Jacksonville. Another week he should oh, just boy. roll over him. Darnell Anderson against the poor Seattle defense. Thielen against Detroit. They don't have any cornerbacks. Their defense sucks. Justin Jefferson against Detroit. I mean, Anthony's not only got the better players, CeeDee Lamb against the Giants, Tyler Boyd against Green Bay, and they're going to be missing Jair Alexander and potentially Eric Stokes, both of their top two corners. Zoinks. He's got the matchups. The guys, the matchups. This should be a week where Anthony flirts with 200 points. I'll say it right now. Anthony should flirt with 200 here. These guys should blow these projections out of the water. There's no reason not to. Uh, most of these games look like they're being played in domes. You know, I just got the weather That's on true. the mind. Um, I think Anthony bounces back in a huge, huge way. I think Clayton's going to be looking at that one and four start, and that's when he's going to maybe start to feel the pressure because I'm looking at his side. Naheem Hines against Baltimore. Yikes. Um, 
Noah Fant against Pittsburgh defense. Yikes. Don't love that. Kenny Galladay might be the only Giants receiver healthy because they've also got John Ross catching bombs out here. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a flash from the past. Jesus. Oh, my. Yeah, he didn't drop it. Congrats, man. He got over that. Um, Cole, Mr. Why are the home fans booing me because I'm not vaccinated? Boo Beasley. Um, that dude, I don't know. He just needs to get off the Internet or that's that's a huge distraction for the bills especially when we get once we get around to playoff time so i don't know i it's it's you told you told me not to blow it off so i tried to give my best an, uh, analysis there but yeah hey, that's all i got anthony should get 200 points yeah i don't have much to add to that i i genuinely tried my best to like okay so how can maybe clayton win this game like try to pull no. i i just i don't no. see it i really yeah. don't um just Naeem Hines and Mike Davis rolling those guys out there is not the most uh, the most promising thing. In his defense, though, Christian McCaffrey currently slated as questionable, thinking he could be a game-time decision. You can't play him, though, even if he's healthy. Can't. I mean, I guess you got nothing when, to lose. Yeah, when you're starting Naeem Hines and Mike Davis. Yeah, that's fair. Never mind. I, take, I retract that statement. You can play him. Right. Throw him out there. I mean, hey, you know what? If I'm Clayton, I'm just saying screw it and throwing Josh Gordon I'm, I'm out used there. to thinking about all, like, the nine running backs I have that I can play. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> flex, flex. Um, it's, yeah. If I'm Clayton, I'm just throwing Josh Gordon out there. Fuck it. <laughs> just do it. Just, you got nothing to lose. Yeah. At least have some fun while you're probably getting your ass kicked by Anthony. So Aaron's uh, also taking Anthony for the record. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. Well. We got one matchup left. Tim, you were in the game of the week, and now you are officially in the <sighs> matchup of the week. We have Tim in the Mixed Administration taking on Hayden in Country Roads. Take Mahomes. This is the only matchup of the week of two teams with identical records, both teams at a crossroads. Tim at 2-2 two and two, coming off a loss. Hayden at 2-2 two and two, coming off of two straight dubs. As it currently stands, Sleeper giving Tim a 73% chance of victory. And you can see why. You can see why. Um, when you look at Hayden, again, you got a questionable, hobbled Chris Carson. You have the biggest bust of the year, Allen Robinson, still somehow in your lineup, man. You got you to gotta come to the tournament. Yeah. Man. You, you got to uh, take him out to the back of the barn, bro. You, that has to happen until and Fields was announced as a quarterback going forward. That does not help Allen Robinson this year. He needed Dalton to come back yeah. and do the quarterback. Good football move for the Bears. Bad fantasy right, move. Right, right, yeah. Horrible <laughs> for, for fantasy for the for the Bears Horrible. offense. Um, so I mean, he's going to be hoping that what we mentioned earlier that that Chiefs Bills game turns into a shootout and maybe Mahomes can put up another forty bomb. Cooper Cup taking on Seattle. Oh, maybe hoping for another 40 bomb there. Mm -hmm. Tim, I know he makes you nervous, but Pat Fryermuth, bro, don't look twice, man. He could he could pop off. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. He could make a catch. Right. We'll see. Uh, but Sleeper having Tim, a 73% chance, and you can see why. Dak Prescott taking on a very, very, very vulnerable New York Giants defense that Matt Ryan just lit up last week. DeAndre Swift at Minnesota. Antonio Gibson versus at home against New Orleans. Those are You like those a lot. Both currently with questionable tags, so keep an eye on those, but both of those should be good to go. We got the man himself Big black nigga. on Thursday Night Football taking on the Rams. Jamar Do or almost said Dose. Uno. Uno, right. Uno. Yeah. Jamar Chase 
at home against <laughs> Green Bay. And the flex decision for Tim this week, Chase Edmonds gets the start at home against San Francisco, benching Joe Mixon. Is that an injury thing? Is that a matchup thing? What are we thinking there? That, that's an injury thing. And so Chase Edmonds is RB12 on the year, and that's due to consistency. He's not had a week over 17 points, I believe, and his lowest is, uh, I want to say, about 14. Um, he's just a guy that's gone out there. He's getting five catches a game. He's getting a lot of the mid uh, you know, carries. So, like, for me, Mixon's he's dealing with an ankle injury that ESPN is basically saying that it's going to be a three-week, you know, typical ankle sprain. Zach Taylor came out in the press conference this week and said he's day-to-day. He could play this week still. So um, as you saw on the waiver wire, as everybody saw, I didn't even I, – I have no interest in Samaj P. Ryan. Even if Mixon's out three weeks, I just – he doesn't have it. He didn't look good this preseason. He hasn't looked good yet this year. And I really think that we're just going to be slinging the ball um, if Mixon is truly out, and that's good for Chase. Um, and so I feel, com- I feel confident uh, with Edmonds in my roster – or my, in my starting lineup, I really do. That's good. That makes sense to me. Um, and the fact that, you know, you're taking on Hayden, who you should win fairly easily. I think having that consistent guy that you know is just not going to throw any punches. You don't can't right. really afford any zero bombs against Hayden because we all know he likes to take advantage of those. Um, I'm just looking at the bench. Your depth continues to be great, especially in that running back room. Javante Williams is a sleeping giant, in my opinion, right now. Full disclosure, I. I shot I shot Tim a text early last week. I was like, hey, you know, Javante, what are we thinking? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, Captain, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty straightforward matchup, barring disaster. Um, Hayden's actually taking on a good team this week in in you. And um I, I kind of put this as the game to watch just because I think if Hayden somehow wins this game, you gotta look at his team and be like, okay, you're three and two. You just took down a really good Tim team. What's really going on here? I think if I think if Hayden wins right. this game, he might kind of jump into that mid mid table tier, right? Kind of yeah. get out of that top, get out of that bottom three. Yeah, he, he, he could sneak up there. While Tim, if you lose this game, you know, I don't think a panic alarm sets in, but you know, two and three isn't the best, especially in the tough Cadova division. It, it's been it's week one. It was the last time my guys really put together a good showing. It'd be nice to see a good showing this week with some good matchups and just against a, an inferior opponent. Um, and then my my two cents. I've got two guys I'm watching this game. Um, like yeah, I guess outside of Cordero Patterson because what the hell? Who knows what that is about? But Cooper Cup against Seattle. You know it, that's that could be a forty bomb if Matt Stafford's gonna just target him. Hopefully he throws to Bobby Woods for you. You know I'll, I'll cheer for that this week. That's right, Bobby. Um, and for my team, I've got all eyes glued on DeAndre Hopkins. Now, so week one and two, you know, average performer D Hop as usual. Three rib injury, four still coming back from a rib injury, and Jalen Ramsey on him. I I did not want to play him last week. I, I said that on the podcast. Um, so this is a week against a favorable matchup against San Francisco. I really want to see a D hop 25 point performance. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of really looking for that. That's, I've got eyes on that, um, wide receiver versus wide receiver matchup to kind of decide if Hayden's going to be in this one. Yeah. You got that Arizona offense really in your, cha- in your flex right now, Chase Edmonds, yep. DeAndre Hopkins, both chilling down there and your flex spots. 
Um, yeah, I'm pick. I'm picking Tim. I'm pretty sure I picked you, right? Yep, yep. You picked me. Aaron picked me. I'm picking me. Um, and I gotta say, like, it is nice that this game for the third week in a row will not, or this for the first time in two weeks will not come down to Monday Night Football. I <laughs> sweated out a victory over Zach and a loss over Stretch. And I, that's got to be one of the worst feelings is having to wait until Monday to decide if you're going to win or lose. It's it's stressful. Those games are so late. I'm so old. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, man. I have, thankfully have not had to deal with that, but uh, it's probably it's probably all big ball of anxiety, big balls of anxiety. All right. Well, that is your week five preview. Let us know what you think the game of the week is, your picks, all that good stuff. Let's get out of here. As always, follow us, Instagram, Twitter, this league underscore pod. Comment on this pod. Let us know how we're doing. Like us. That helps us a lot. Five stars, whatever the thing is on the podcast platform that you use. Um, And as always, we don't have anybody to rein us in this week. I'm trying to just mash that like button. I want want to just destroy. I want to just dismember it limb from limb. I want it to crumble in yes. my hand. Just want it to disintegrate everywhere. One of lava. Yeah. Lava yeah, bombs. Molten lava all just, over the like buttons. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we don't have anybody here to tell us to click it, but you might do that too. That might be the good eh. way to go. If you're on a computer. That's right. That's right. All right, Tim. Well, anything else to add, buddy? It was just me and you this week. Hey, there it I'm is. Not complaining. Nice little banter. We'll see if we can. I don't know if the if the if the curse will skip a week and wait for the next guest. We'll kind of just kind of have to wait and see on that one. But uh, you know, it's time I gotta go let baby Clover out one more time for Is she sleeping her right night now? night pod. Yeah, she's asleep. No. She's been conked out for the last thirty minutes. It's so cute. So yeah, that's been nice. But yeah, week five, man, we're uh, we're getting into kind of the the second gear of the season. It feels like you know this is a, a past the intro. We've seen what some of these players are gonna be. Um, and so now, you know, we're fighting some injuries, we're fighting some matchups and let's kind of, I'm excited, man. It's week five. Let's go. I think by week start next week. So that's true. Enjoy, enjoy an unlimited amount of selections while you got them, man. The bi week apocalypse are coming, but we are going. That is the end of this episode of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. As always, we genuinely appreciate you tuning in, you listening, and uh, you know the rule. Only attractive people listen to our podcast. So congratulations. Congratulations. You're one of them. I'm Chris, owner of Team Fairlife, the best team in the league, signing out. Peace. Tim, Nixon administration, let's go get a dub. Peace. Oh, what a hot start. Here we go. Oh, man. Here we go. You got to love it.